0: Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Locked on Bulls. On today's episode, we'll be talking about the Chicago Bulls letting their trade player exception expire and what is going to be the outrage from the Bulls community. Can't wait to hear. Uh, Then we'll also get into the Bulls officially signing the contracts, Daylon Terry and Justin Lewis and Justin Freeman Liberty, the two-way deals. What does that mean for Malcolm Hill, who got a two-way qualifying offer earlier in the offseason? And lastly, we'll be talking about Zach Levine officially signing the largest contract in Chicago Bulls history. All that and more on today's Thank you for making locked on bulls your first listen locked on bulls is a member of the pod the locked on podcast network records your team every day that's pat the designer host and creator of the windy city breeze i'm hayes host and creator of chicago bulls central where i cover the bulls every day but moving into the topics for today pat the the Bulls have let the trade player exception, the $5 million trade player exception, expire. That could have allowed them to take on a salary up to $5 million into the into that space without needing to send out any additional players. They would have had to send out some assets to actually make the trade work, though. Uh, what do you make of the Bulls
1: not using this trade player exception? Um, They didn't find a trade that they liked for Kobe White. I think that's really what it was, right? Which is which is interesting for a lot of Bulls fans. Uh, I, it was interesting to me, right? Because I thought that Kobe White's value going up, I thought the move for Kobe White was kind of like, let's see if we could find another young player in there. I... I I guess they said that there's more value in Kobe White than we're seeing. Because um, I think that's the one player that they were actively shopping, right? They were shopping. They were they were looking around at Vooch to try and gauge interest, but there weren't really a ton of players that the Bulls were like, yeah, we're moving this guy out. Um, they were actively shopping the 18. They were actively shopping Kobe White. They didn't hear what they wanted to hear back. And probably, right, even if they do make that trade, you're probably not getting back a player That's going to be worth that level of where you're going to need that $5 million extra. So.
0: Well, you're, you're looking at it as if it had to be paired with kobe white i'm looking at the trade player exception as an asset that could be used independently so a lot of ways the teams use it uh, we saw it used earlier this offseason uh i think detroit when they took in a player I Can't remember who it was into their caps into the their their space a trade player a, a, oh no it was actually portland they actually got jeremy grant on a 20 million dollar trade player exception uh that mm. they had that they had there but the bulls could have used that to get another player in to maybe get more draft capital to maybe take something like that it didn't necessarily have to be trading or package it with Kobe White or the 18th pick that's why I'm more surprised because the, that trade player exception once it expires it expires yeah and you could use that to maybe get another asset to use down the road while taking on a player that maybe a team is just trying to unload or whatever else but we know the Bulls are, are trying to avoid their luxury tax they're only 1.7 million dollars under the tax meaning that even if they did absorb somebody into that if their if their salary was less than than 1.7 what are you really getting back as far as trade assets for taking that contract not much so
1: and even if you take the full thing in right like is it worth it to go into the tax for that level of player unless you feel like it's some young up and coming star that everybody in the league has missed so i'm i'm not surprised that the bulls let it expire um i think that there's I think that there's a reason for ak doing kind of what he's and acne doing what they're doing right like you want to pay for players that are going to make the team better and then the, i'm even looking at that right like say we do make a move for a guy where's that guy gonna find minutes on this team now like once you went out and got drumming like unless you go out and find a four Right. And and I think that AK seems like he's really rolling the dice with these young guys like we'll get into with some of the two way contracts. Right. Like there's going to be multiple young guys on this team that are going to be going between the G League and the NBA Mm -hmm. that are going to be a part of this roster in some way, shape or form and maybe just need a little more refinement before they get on that full NBA schedule.
0: Yeah, I mean at the end of the day we we'll we'll, we'll we'll see and we'll talk about what what they what this means for the younger players and who they're betting on. But you know this adds an off season to which a lot of Bulls fans not really me and you. I mean I think we we kind of both understand but uh a lot of Bulls fans unhappy with the with the with the Bulls off season. Unhappy that they didn't make some of the bigger swings or maybe yeah. take on more salary things like this. Um where it sits now uh Bulls only used a very small portion of the mid-level exception, did not use the trade player exception. That was really their two biggest assets to to uh, improve through free agency this season. But let me ask you this, Pat. The Bulls seem like a team primed to make a big trade deadline move if that's what it ends up being don't they doesn't have that feel when you look at the the size of the contracts that they brought in this fact that a lot of the contracts now could easily be thrown in another deal they have a 22 million dollar expiring contract in vooch if he doesn't you know do something that shows that that they want to keep him here but i'd be ak would be remiss if he's not looking at the market for vooch just to see how it how it develops leading into that that uh that uh that trade deadline what do you what do you think there do you feel like the bulls if a move presents itself they're going to be primed to make
1: one depends on how the team's playing right like listen if patrick williams takes this jump that they expect him to take like we've heard from from uh uh, casey johnson and a couple of other bulls beat writers that there's an expectation for patrick williams to take a massive jump this season like Mm -hmm. he's already averaging nine and four point eight nine and five ish something like that right like what's massive we talking about like a 22 and eight player like, if Patrick Williams makes that kind of jump right now, you're looking at and saying, well, we got Andre Drummond back there on the back end. He's 28. He can start a little bit. Maybe we can move Vooch and get back another asset that's able to come in here and and we start this whole big man thing all over again. You know what I'm saying? So I could see the Bulls making a move at the deadline, but I think it all depends on – listen, I think the Bulls didn't make a move at the deadline last season because no one was healthy, right? Like, And it didn't make sense. you make a move on Kobe White, you got no guards left, <laughs> so I, uh, I, I, which is surprising to say, or you have no guards that have any talent left. I should say. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing, right? It's gonna, it's gonna come down to how the Bulls are playing, how healthy the Bulls are, if they're gonna make a move at the deadline. But I, if Patrick Williams does take a leap, like a lot of them are expecting them to, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls are like, all right, now Patrick is our third scoring option. Let's go out here and see if we can find us a defensive big man. Yeah.
0: I mean, that's, that's really what it bulls. If Pat, if Pat does make a leap to where he's in the 16, 18, not saying that it may, it may mean Vooch is more tradable. It'd have to be some other scenarios too, but you then look at it and say, Hey, how much scoring and passing do we really need from our five? If we're getting scoring and passing from our four and Patrick Williams. Yeah. Um, so that I mean that we'll, we'll see how that develops. But I do think, like I said, I'm not I'm not saying that the Bulls are for sure going to make a trade deadline move. I'm just saying they've put themselves in a nice position. They have they have almost thirty million dollars in expiring contracts with Vooch and Kobe alone. So even if a team is kind of looking to get off a, a a semi-star or anything like that and they just want to go full rebuild. Those are two expiring contracts you don't necessarily have to do anything with if you choose to.
1: So I really love how the Bulls have kind of set themselves up, right? Like, you think about it. It feels like we have no money going into next year, and we have quite a bit of money going into next year if we really want it. <laughs> like, you have enough money to go out, like, to kind of put it in in, in perspective, right? Like, if, if the whole DeAndre Ayton thing happened next season and you really wanted to go after DeAndre Ayton, you could just let kobe and vooch expire and go after deandre like Not there's really. gonna be it won't <laughs>
0: translate to true cap space keep in mind we're over so
1: true true right but yeah. but i'm just saying right like there's 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 a part of it that like ak's kind of setting this thing up where with creative financing and all that like you can still go out there and get you a nice player next season if you're like eh, vooch is kind of done <laughs> i mean it it would be more so cuz right now looking at
0: the bulls it would be 2023-24 season uh they would be over the cap slightly but they'll be 41 million dollars under the luxury tax if they let everything expire that they have coming up expiring next season so that's while that's not mo that's not true cap like they won't have 20 million to sign a free agent that may yeah. make them more likely to use their full mid-level exception because at that point they're not they're not flirting with the with the luxury tax so it's going to be in the bulls aren't in a as bad play like some people think that once oh we signed zach levine to a max contract we're never going to have any flexibility and it's like oh no Ak you thought about that. You can tell by the way these deals all expire that Ak has thought about that every step of the way.
1: And there's still like now you're talking about going into the luxury tax for a player that makes you a champion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and so it, it's just it's just interesting to see like how how like one how Bulls fans fr- freaked out because like we're being cheap again. It's like oh hundred million dollar deals. I mean, let's. <laughs> <laughs> But no, nah, I'm just I'm just excited. I like I like to see kind of like the mindset and the, the 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 uh, setup for the longer play. as Once well you realize as it, right now, when you
0: actually start looking at things financially, and you start saying, "Okay, this is why they did this. This is yeah. why they did this. It all yeah. make it all makes sense." They were even looking forward in the window Carter trade. They they that trade was calculated. Yes, they gave up an uh, extra draft pick that I think they shouldn't have given up. But when you look at that, they basically got Vooch. On a two and a half season rental, knowing, hey, we were probably we're probably gonna ex- extend Zach. This is gonna that's gonna be the next time we have s- significant cap room after Voots drops, and then DeMar's after that. Like, so listen, it's not as dire as some people will have a team, even though the it's Bulls not. didn't make some of the moves that we wanted them to make this offseason. That's all I can say.
1: You know what would have made it more dire? Signing Mo Bamba. <laughs>
0: well, yeah, because then we would have been hard capped,
1: and <laughs> in a long time. Uh, but <laughs> then Bulls fans would have been. Why did we sign Mo Bamba?
0: Exactly, it's forgetting that they all wanted us to sign Mo Bamba. <laughs> you know, that's just Bulls fans. Love Bulls Nation, man. Next up, we're gonna get into some of the other smaller uh, contracts with the rookies that the uh, Chicago Bulls just signed recently. But first, gotta talk to you guys about True Bill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam out to get you. Don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is a new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. On average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel. Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so you don't have to. Truebill has over 2 million users and, and have helped them save over a combined $100 million. Like Matthew B., who says, in a matter of seconds, I saved $660 for the year on my DirecTV bill, saved 120 dollars for for the year on my serious xm bill whoa who still got that saved 840 dollars a year on car insurance don't fall for subscriptions to games start canceling today at truebill.com slash locked on nba go right now that's truebill.com slash nba it could save you thousands a year all right so pat we got a couple updates uh dalen terry has officially signed his rookie scale contract uh, the Bulls officially signed Justin Lewis and Justin Freeman Liberty to two-way deals. Now, one of the things that we talked about in our pregame, it makes this interesting. You can only have two two-way players on your team per per NBA uh, team. The Bulls signed Malcolm Hill as well to a two-year a two-way qualifying offer. So, if that does if he does end up accepting that, uh, that's three players on two-way deals. One would have to be cut before the beginning of the season, but a lot of this is all going to take place and shape in summer league, which is coming right up. But first, Pat, what do you think about the deals?
1: Um, I, I like that they got them. Um, I like that Justin Lewis is on one, right? So he can kind of show what he's doing. And I, I, I like that AK is actually using them because there's something to be said to, like, not only just practicing, but also being able to get into a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like that that he's kind of utilizing that, and we and hopefully, right, we'll see how it works out with Marco this year. But we saw that Marco kind of used it to build his confidence up last season. He seems pretty confident coming into to uh, 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 this year, right? And we'll see today how confident he really is as we get to take a look at him in summer league. Um, but the the thing to focus in on there is that it's going to be. A developing tool that ak is using on a consistent basis and so i'm glad that he's using these two-way deals right unfortunately somebody's gonna have to get cut um but getting guys in here under so that they can kind of showcase what they can do and showcase where they belong right I, I think it's it's good for him right malcolm hill showed a little bit in the nba and showed that he definitely can play at this level but can he play at this level at a high level is the question mark there so it's probably why he's playing uh, in a summer league, you know, he's probably coming out here looking to dominate day one. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting to see that as well, man. But uh, I think Malcolm Hill probably ends up getting the short end of the stick on this one because uh, he's 29 and Javon Freeman-Liberty is 22? 22.
0: He'll be 23 by the start of the season.
1: Yeah, so I think Malcolm Hill takes a little bit of an L here, um, unfortunately. But it also depends on what these guys show us today.
0: This is true. That's true. Javon Freeman L- Liberty will be—is he—is he now going to be replacing the uh, Devin Dotson role on the Windy City Bulls? Because hey, I thought Dotson's still signed. Though, it, it, listen, I think Dotson's gone, bro.
1: You gotta ch- thought, go, go check. I you thought, may be right. Me, I think Dotson's gone, here. man. I thought they signed him, or I thought they cut him and then re-signed him to the B- to Windy City Bulls like a straight-up deal. Let me check here.
0: But uh, why are you doing that? So Javon Freeman, Liberty. The fact that he's on this summer league team, uh, you know, it's it's surprising because when you have a player that in college basketball average over twenty points per game, seven rebounds per game a, as a point guard, it's like, hey man, how did you not get drafted? Uh, I don't know, but like I, I like the fact that he's on this team. I do think that Malcolm Hill is going to be the, get the short end of the stick there. I think the Bulls are gonna. What we're seeing AK do is he really is making that G League team. Uh, to, to see what kind of talent they can mine and develop down there. And I like that. I, I like – can't wait to see Javon. I think that the three of these players are going to ha- build a heck of a chemistry. We're going to be talking about Javon, Freeman Liberty, Justin Lewis, and Daylon Terry on fast breaks in the summer league, and it's going to be beautiful. That's all I can say. Today.
1: Now, what – and I don't see anything on uh, – <laughs> <laughs> hey, they got no news on Dotson when you uh, when you look them up. The, the one thing that I will say that's interesting, right, and, and I was kind of quick to just say – uh, oh, no, he's going to play for the Washington Wizards in summer league. Okay, so he is going. Yeah. Um, the one thing that I was going to say that I will say about it, right, like it also dep- It depends on how these guys play. It also depends on what the Chicago Bulls are looking to have at that kind of bring up, bring down kind of player, right? Do you mm-hmm. want that to be the young guy? Or it, it seems like the Bulls are kind of prone to protecting some of their guys from that first year of like nba like we don't want you to get your soul crushed when you come in here and you're not able to play at this level and then you can't play in the nba anymore which is a very interesting uh uh take for basketball right that's a baseball move that's what you see people do in the minor leagues when they're like no leave him down there because we don't want to come up here and get crushed by big league hitting or big league pitching and then he's his mind is broken for the rest of his career but it's interesting to see like if the Bulls want to keep a Malcolm Hill on the two-way, and maybe one of the other get one, one of the other two end up getting cut, but then re straight up to the Windy City Bulls on a straight contract on that. I think that's gonna be the interesting part there. I don't think it's Justin Lewis because Justin Lewis was like the highest. Oh, he's uh,
0: getting he's he's gonna be on the two way. He's not yeah, he
1: he's he's the highest wanted uh uh he was the highest. How do you say the highest. Coveted, uh, undrafted rookie, I think, and the Bulls end up getting them, um, which is awesome. And then, so you're probably talking about between Javon Freeman Liberty and Malcolm Hill. There might be a situation where the Bulls know, right? Like Javon Freeman Liberty's from here. He wants to play here, he wants to be in Chicago. We can cut him and just sign him straight up, let him develop a little bit in the G League this season, bring him back into the league next year.
0: Hmm. I don't know i i I think i see that more from malcolm hill because like who 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 did you hear talk about malcolm hill before the bulls got malcolm Hill? who have you heard about talk about him after i think the bulls can cut malcolm hill and sign him to a wendy's if that's even
1: the thing right they may they may they may just cut him and let him go well my thing true but but my thing with it is right like and that's all this could be this could just be hey we want to showcase you for a couple of games so that you can get on with another team but I I think I'm looking at it in the sense of, right, like Malcolm Hill already understands the system. He already understands what's happening. He's played for Billy Donovan. He's now played on the team. He's played with these guys. There's a little bit of a chemistry built up, if not any chemistry built up. You know what I'm saying? And so I I think that there might be a situation where they're like, okay, if we end up, you know, when you're using the two-way players, you're probably talking about using them in a sense of somebody's going down. We got to bring somebody up to fill that roster spot. Maybe you want that veteran there instead of the uh instead of the rookie. But I mean, he's only a 29-year-old second-year player. So yeah. Shout out to <laughs> you for living out your dream, brother. That's all I'm
0: say. Shout out. So uh with, with with summer league starting tonight. Uh what the, just some some quick predictions before we end this segment on Summer League, man. <laughs> what what's gonna be
1: Dalen Terry's stat line, his first summer league game, bro? Five points, five rebounds, five assists uh two steals two blocks oh damn so he's completely filling the stats he's Draymond green in that John okay okay I I'm gonna go I'm gonna
0: go eight points four assists six rebounds one block one steal and a highlight-ass dunk coming
1: from uh, Javon. Ah, TV. you got him rising up on somebody. Yeah, got. Yeah. I, I, he's going to get a
0: dunk. Somebody. He's going to get a, a, a dunk. I'm going to tell you this.
1: I got Justin Lewis. I don't know how much Justin Lewis is going to put up, but I definitely think he's going to rise up on somebody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, listen, man. I watched some tape on him, man. Hey. I think it's it's underrated how a good quality spin move. That man has a good quality spin oh, move. Dog, he's got like, the,
1: he's got the one dribble spin and have and he does the he, does the he does the pre pivot to, to the yeah. misdirection
0: before he goes into it. I'm like, hey man, listen here. That may I don't know how well that's gonna work with quicker players in the NBA level, but hey man, I like It'll the fact work that you got that league. in your repertoire. Yeah, oh, it's gonna work in some <laughs> league. We're gonna see it a couple of times in some league. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> Shout, oh. shout out to Justin Lewis, man, for getting for, for, for making it to the NBA, man, on the two-way contract. And literally, there are so many people excited about him. You would think that he was a late first round pick, bro.
1: Bro, I, I'm not gonna lie to you, right? Like, I that's how I feel about him. Like, I'm like, I'm kind of more because I know that I know what Dalen Terry's gonna be for the most part, right? Uh-huh. Like, I, I, I think he's gonna be that dude that, like I said, the Draymond Graham. Five, 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 two, two, one, one, one. You'd be like, oh, snap. Like, this dude's crazy. And we gonna love him, yeah. But Justin Lewis is one of the muds where it's like mm, that floor might be low, but that ceiling might be real high. <laughs> See, I look at it the opposite way. I
0: don't know how high his ceiling is, but I think he has a high floor. Listen, Justin Lewis and the way he works. That man's gonna make an NBA roster. So hopefully, he's for the Chicago Bulls, but he's gonna be on the NBA roster.
1: Watch, watch us just we're, we're just gushing over this dude and watch he don't even make the team get, <laughs> get cut before the start of the season. And you know, they're gonna be in the comments. Patton Hayes, y'all remember when y'all said, you know, da, Justin da, 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 da. Lewis. yeah, yeah. Hey, the, the, the worst part for Hayes is if Justin Lewis gets cut and Kofi Coburn makes a team.
0: Listen, that would be—that's the worst case scenario for me personally, bro. It may—it may be over. I may have to retire from the podcast. <laughs> They're gonna be on my head, on my head. Kofi Coburn is not an NBA player, but go ahead, keep him. Keep hey, man, going.
1: he's going to make a team, man. Don't disrespect Kofi. Uh, hey, before we get into this final segment, man, we want to let you guys know about BetOnline.net. It's your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest major sports development league reviews and league news, including Major League Baseball this season. ton of things going on in the MLB, man. My White Sox ain't really doing it, man. They won the other day, though. That's all I got. Uh, BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting esports and scores and BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events including MMA, boxing and golf. Head to the website today to use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline. Sweat a game, All
0: right, Pat. Now we're going to finish the show off. Zach Levine has officially put pen to paper signing the, sorry, go ahead, vibe out. Oh, uh, but signing the largest contract in Chicago Bulls history, brother. It's crazy, man. It's, you know, shout out to Zach for, for, for you know, working himself into being a max player. Shout out for him for getting the deal um, that he deserved uh, option, a uh, five-year option on that deal on the, in the last year. But bro, Man, uh, uh, do what? What do you think? Like Zach signing this contract, like officially, uh, all questions being being eliminated, everything like that. What does this say for you that now we have to expect from Zach Levine going forward in his career
1: with the Chicago Bulls? Um, exactly what we've seen with more winning. Mm. Okay, if we get a twenty-seven five and five player, um, that's worth two hundred fifteen million dollars. If we get a player that's going to play through injury, who's going to fight through injury, who's going to become more of a leader, who's going to try and continue to do everything he can to put the Chicago Bulls on his back, that's worth $215 million. I don't think there's a question about that. Um, I understand his numbers were down last season, but the injury, I think, took a toll on him. I think we're going to see a resurgence from Zach. Um, And I think we're going to see Zach kind of take the mantle. The one thing I will say is that $215 million, right? You've got to assert yourself as the number one. I think he didn't do that more so last season because of injury. I think coming into another year where DeMar is going to be a little bit older. Um, you know, l- listen, if he comes out and he's breaking Wilt records again, shout out to him, brother. We're not gonna be mad at it. But I think you're gonna see more of what we saw in the beginning of the season, right? Where remember, early on, Zach and Demar were both averaging like 28 points a game. Mm-hmm. So I think we're gonna see a little bit more of that. I think you're gonna see Zach Levine kind of coming to understand what it's like to lead a team and and be the number one option on a team. And I think you're going to see this Bulls team take a real step under him and under, under, uh, uh, you know, his leadership and guidance into the next, next level. Right. And I feel like we, we like, man, dude, like we got a three-year window. There's so many uh, fans that talk about this three, four-year window. And I'm like, there's so many dudes on this team that we kind of are counting on that are like, 20 24 Zach is 27 yeah there's so it's a much lot of people who think. say
0: you talk about that window and, and just say our window short and then that they don't realize like like what? What Lonzo's still super young. Zach's super young. We got uh uh Io, who we think is going to develop into into something special. Patrick Williams still out there. Like this team is a is a really young team. That window isn't just because they they because they try to make our window the amount of time Demar is going to be here. That's not our window. That's our only window. A.K. Never's leave done a terrible job, and that's that's not yeah.
1: that's not our window. You, I mean, you think about it, right? By the time Zach's contract ends, he's still younger than Demar is right now. This is true, and that means that hopefully you've won at least one championship in that time span and that you can re-up a Zach Levine on a deal that you still feel comfortable about, right? Like, yeah, you, can, sure. like I think that's the difference where you think about it, right? Like, if this all works out and we have to re-up Zach Levine, we can re-up Zach Levine on a four-year deal at 31 years old and feel perfectly good about it and be yeah. like, at the end of this, he might be a little old, but right now, this is worth it. like those are the kind of moves you you'd like to see
0: yeah i mean and the fact that we'll now have zach locked up through his whole prime his physical prime at least his typical prime in the nba is says a lot of how you can build this team now with at least knowing you have that chip there patrick williams is going to be here we know that this front office is holding on to patrick williams and we'll see what what iota sumo turns into but with with zach and lonzo when lonzo's healthy your backcourt's done. Like you don't have to worry about your starting backcourt at all. You dang, we dang near don't have to worry about our 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 backup backcourt either with Io Caruso being there. And then even if Caruso doesn't resign it in this contract, hopefully by that point in time we know we got something in Dalen Terry. Yeah, and the Bulls and, are in a good position. And I know that sure. there's a lot of Bulls fans who you know question whether Zach was worth the money or whatever. At this point, it's all over and done. I'm not entertaining any more conversations on is Zach Levine a max player because guess what. He signed a max contract, He's now officially a max player, regardless of what anybody thinks.
1: And I mean, listen, like you, you think about it, right? Like it, even I, I feel like the, the only part that kind of gets me is when we don't, it, it seems like we don't show love to the players of that ilk when they hit mm-hmm. that level where you've actually got to pay them money. Right. Yeah. Zach Levine fought for us, went out there with one bad knee, messed up the messed up back and continued to play on the court continued to fight for us and the narrative became that he was doing that because it was a contract year and he wanted to get his money he's doing that because he's always done that zach has always played through injuries. zach has always been to do the the player who played 18 minutes after tearing their acl come on yeah you know but but when he was doing it on the 80 million dollar deal it was like oh that's our guy yeah now he's doing it on the 215 million dollar deal and it, and we kind of want to turn around. I, I love what zach said chicago's my home i've really started making my name here and i want to continue what i started here as a help i'm extremely excited and appreciate the fans i'm ready to continue the winning process that we have going that's what you want to hear from your star that's, it. that's, that's it. what you want to hear from your star now is he a superstar win a championship at least an mvp MVP season. for He Zach said Green at least the
0: MVP. That's 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 for me. Be... For me,
1: you gotta you gotta have something on the mantle to say you're a superstar, bro. Like I, I uh, numbers don't do it for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, feel, I feel. Zach me. Levine don't average that much. Zach, I need I need
0: Zach, we need Zach to be the to actually be 50, 40, 90
1: this season. That's that's with with solid that defense. Would be crazy. That yeah. would be crazy. I think you know what? I think we could see what we saw from him. What was he last year? It was like 48. It was yeah, it was almost 30, it was
0: basically 50, 40, 48 if you really 39, to 85,
1: yeah. something like that, right? Something like that. Where I, I'm fine with you giving me that. I want to see the defense improve. Yeah. I want to see Zach because we've seen flashes where he absolutely can get after you defensively. It was a game,
0: wasn't it? Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it was a game against Bradley Bill, right? Where he act like in the, like the last two minutes he turned up the D on Bradley D Bill. Deal. It was like, come on, man.
1: Yeah. So it's in there. So I want to see that, right? I want to see Zach Levine becoming a more of a two-way player. I'm willing to deal with a little bit lower numbers if, on the other end, you're also giving me a steal and a half a game, close to a block a game. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you got this leaping ability. You might as well go up there and get some shots out of here. Come on now, brother. We ain't had a dynamic shooting guard like this in the NBA since, I don't know, – Keith Bogans? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Zach Levine last year, 47 on the field goal percentage, 38.9 on the three-point percentage, and 85.3 on the free throw percentage. Yeah, listen, Zach Levine is poised for a 50-40-90 season. Let's do it. Let's do it it. right now. With with solid defense, right? With With solid defense. defense, I'll say this. If Zach Levine could do what he was – and people always forget, like right before the thumb, Zach Levine was averaging almost 29 points per game on close to 50, 40, 90 in high efficiency. I need to see that from a whole season for Levine with some solid defensive games. I'm not saying he's going to get an MVP, but he, he can get – so he can get a couple of votes in there.
1: I say this, right? It's Chicago. If he puts up those numbers and the Bulls are winning, he's in the conversation. Yeah, I mean, especially story, I, keep in mind, a lot, a lot of MVP stuff is
0: storylines as well. The storyline of Zach Levine signing the largest contract in Bulls history, having yeah. a, a big type season, uh, and the Bulls are winning. That's that's enough
1: storyline to push you up. I so. mean, you think about DeMar was in there, what, averaging 33? Yeah, basically. I could see Zach averaging 33. I wouldn't be surprised by it. I I think that I think the thing is, right, like the Bulls fans have kind of forgotten Chicago carries a lot of weight. Like you're not going to see a ton of, uh, 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 you know, we've had, what What have our, our last four MVPs been from small market teams just because of pure That's domination? True. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Zach Levine's going to be in the conversation just like DeMar DeRozan was. Doesn't mean he's going to win it, but just being from Chicago, if he can play at that level again, he'll be in the conversation
0: i'm not ruling to go uh zach levine mvp quite yet i would love to see it but like Let's i go. said i i'm starting my my i'm starting pre-starting my uh iota six man of the year uh it's not bad it's not uh, yeah bad. that's that's uh, just before the season even starts that's, that's as long
1: as he as long as he's playing six man that's perfect because he may end up being <laughs> our starting point guard uh, so you know we'll see what happens with
0: that but man that is it you got anything left pat
1: nah man that's it for me man follow me on everything at Uh, Pat, the designer, also follows both on everything at Locked on Bulls. Appreciate y'all for showing love. man. And You can follow me personally at CEO Hayes at CEO H-A-I-Z-E
0: and thank you for making Locked on Bulls your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, I need you guys to go and check out Locked on NBA, where the Locked on experts catch you up on all the news, rumors and latest developments around the NBA in 30 minutes every day. Uh, Locked on uh, NBA can be found wherever you get your podcast at. If you listen to us on the platform, guess what? You can listen to Locked on NBA so go and check them out but that is it from us for today for pat the designer i'm hayes this is locked on bulls we see you, love you and beautiful people monday peace y'all,
1: y'all stay safe out there man